April 17th. This, my name is Justin Hurd. My name is Nathan Steinman. Skyler Deal. And uh, we're a little bit late, but this is going to be our Batman v Superman uh, spoiler discussion. As with everything dubious consumers, everything's a fucking spoiler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are no restrictions. <laughs> so. Spoilers abound. If you haven't seen it yet, don't listen to this. <laughs> well, well I mean, also, it's it's already at like $800 million, so why haven't you seen it? Jeez. Right. Not even Go joking. see Hardcore Henry. Oh, uh, sorry. Okay, okay. <laughs> Uh, apparently, go see Zootopia. I, I heard that that was actually way better than it should have been. Way better. It it's all right. Espe- well, especially with all the sloth jokes that they use. Oh yeah, those are those are clever and funny. Yeah, yeah and I mean, apparently, it, you know, it's racism and uh, drug dealing. At once. Apparently, there's a there's a the, Breaking Bad reference in yeah, it. I was the only one in the theater that laughed out loud at that. That's that's kind of the funny. only one. In right. The that's so. sad because. I mean, a lot of people have watched Breaking Bad. Yeah, but it's going to catch you so off so off guard, not <laughs> you know, not thinking of, oh hey, this is actually going to. Oh, um, speaking of, there's a Wilhelm scream in Hardcore Henry. Okay. <laughs> ah! Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, when it happened, I laughed, and there were only like two other people in the theater. There's so. one in the beginning, Force Awakens too. I never heard until I watched the Blu-ray. Dad's wow, on the good sound system. I, I like, think Whoa. I remember hearing it. Really? Yeah. Dang. <laughs> but like, I, I laughed because it was, you know, it was a movie <laughs> I didn't expect there to be a Wilhelm scream meta joke, <laughs> and you know, it's one of those like really. And I will say, uh, both of you should see Hardcore Henry. And next time we do an episode, we should do a full spoiler <coughs> of Hardcore Henry. See, I, I kind of wonder with that whether or not that's meant to be like a VR experiment. Like, no, you, so, should, sort you of, should go see it in the theater. Yeah, I don't. You know, it, it, well, it's like the movie Unfriended. Yeah. Um, well, well, but this one I think works. Okay. The red letter media guys were kind of disdainful on it, and I'm like, no, no. I was like, I didn't get sick. I didn't have a headache. Nothing. And I, when the 3D first came out, when they with like Alice in Wonderland like the reboot of 3D, I would get headaches every single time I watched those movies. Like even like the Thor and Captain America when they first came out, like I would get headaches because of the 3D, but like this is a first person viewpoint movie. I didn't feel sick, I didn't get a headache, I didn't, you know, nothing. So, okay. How long is it? It's only 90 minutes. Yeah, that's, I, that's enough time. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, well, the the, yeah. the thing I heard was um it's like watching someone play a video game on Expert yeah, it, well, it was that <laughs> one it's, go. It never, yeah. it never really slows down. And after thirty, you know, it's great for thirty minutes, and then after that, it's kind of like, okay, I need. I, I didn't feel that way. Yeah, at all. So, so I, I need to go see it. I've kind of slacked off on. I, of course, then again, I'm working ninety, you know, two hours now every, you know, two weeks, where it's like, okay, cool, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm close opening, doing all that good stuff. So I literally my my days off. Actually, my day off is Tuesday, <laughs> and I close on Wednesday, open on Thursday. Oh, fun. Close on Friday, open on Saturday. I love those swing open well, closes. But, but here's the thing is I just moved to LP, which means I have to be at work now at 7 a.m. when I open. They have me closing, doing an eight and a half hour closing shift on Wednesday night, which means I get out at about 11. Mm-hmm. Then opening at seven a.m. to a three p.m. shift, oh. and it takes me about twenty minutes to drive home, which means 
under ideal conditions, I will get six hours of sleep. Woohoo! And have worked 16 hours in a 24 hour period. Yeah. So. Yeah, but those are fun. Yeah. Those are fun. Yeah. I know. So, I mean, the money's nice, but it's still kind of like, hey, guys. <laughs> hey, punching the dick. Oh. Yeah. I, so, hopefully. <laughs> I like to watch movies I and write that and read books. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, I actually just, you know, since it's been a while since we posted, I was going through a full edit of one of my novels, the one I wrote six years ago. Got a hundred. Got halfway through. And realized, I have a scene where my main character is stuck. She's underground. She comes up to a door, tries to open the door. It's locked. So she ruminates on her life for a page and then opens the door and goes out into the wild world. I was like, okay, there's, there's, the, no, nothing happened to make the door open. Plus, I cut out the second viewpoint character, and from that point on in the story, they are pretty much inseparable. So now I have shelved my first novel, shelved the third novel, also took the idea I was having for rewriting the first novel and put the third novel's idea into that new setting and am starting to write a new novel based off of combining those two ideas together. Are you, are you just trying to shoot yourself in the foot? Possibly, okay. but I'm not. I'm not using anything from the previous. Just the idea of it and building something okay. new based off of that. Are you I'm, on drugs? I'm just, I'm just wondering, drugs? like, when are you going to finish one of these? I understand. I mean, I'm I mean, well I mean, aware. I, I, have I do four, the same thing to myself. Well, well no, the, the problem is, is that I finish stuff, but whenever I'm editing it, like the stuff I'm dealing with, except for the magician, are more than six years old at this point. I've been writing for as a professional novelist for eleven years. So this, I've changed so much in the last three years that I go through this stuff just going like, oh, I like two sentences out of this entire. Which is why you should, which why you should submit those things. Well, they're but the they're way not, they are, because the thing is, is what you were six years ago might be the thing that gets you right. a book deal. The thing you are now might be harder to get a book deal because you're more like, no, this is what I want. As right. opposed to more open. The the biggest thing is just I, what I need to do is find an e an editor that works well with my insanity. <laughs> I, 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 true, I think that's what every writer needs. I mean, but it, it, know, it is. Like, I do. I, I I don't think that that's a, uh, a rare. It, it's not. My my biggest need, thing is that you know? I know there there's an entire subset of editors who do, um, developmental edits. It's the type of stuff for writers who, well, I've got, you know, I, I just read a quote which was, when I'm writing the first draft, I need to remember that I'm just piling up sand so I can build castles. And developmental edits are for people who have a bunch of sand and don't know where the castle is. Where's my fucking castle? <laughs> exactly. What I have found is my ideas are so weird compared to everybody else. Like, I explain any of my novels to anybody, and they go, that's different. I want to read that. It's, it's, it's more interesting than good. So, I don't... But, but I, it, I hate to say that. It's not really that 
it's rare not, it's problem. Not, but what I, what I've and what I mean, I'll, how many movies do we go to? This is more interesting than good. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just commenting that whenever I've hired editors in the past, they have vehemently like fought my ideas, rather than saying, "Okay, this is where Justin wants to go." Okay, let's go there. Let's figure it out. Right. Instead, saying, "No, you need to completely change this because this," you know. So I just need to find an editor that's willing to either say, okay, let's go with your strange, or let's just, you know, I, I'm just going to edit, like, the syntax, make sure that... Plot this, points, make sure that makes sense. Yeah, and that's it. I'm not going to critique where your story goes because, obviously, I'm doing something different. I wonder how the Coen brothers, <clears throat> like, when they first started showing their screenplays of people hmm. what people said because i mean can you imagine like something like raising arizona showing them the script right and someone enjoying it someone not being like this is a huge pile of shit why are you showing me this <laughs> right what's with the diapers why are there so many diaper jokes you need to <laughs> you need to uh focus and put aside the let it be album and then release the abbey road album <laughs> there's too many characters there's too many characters. And then Let It Be will come out later on. Well, and then you can Let It Be Naked, yeah. you know. Yeah. No, that's, that's don't get, don't get Phil Spector to <laughs> edit for you, okay? That's so, 30 years later, the the stripped, the stripped down. Yeah, so that, you know. <laughs> Take off that wall that, that's, that's where I am trying to be a writer working, you know, 90 plus hours over the, you know, yeah, words. Life. Yeah, and life and all that good yeah. stuff and trying to bounce back. So, so I have good news before Osiris go. Uh, <laughs> yes, okay. um, so a friend of mine and I have been working on an outline to write a screenplay since nice. January. Um, we got our first feedback, very positive, basically to move forward. So hopefully this summer we will have a screenplay done, which is exciting. Right. I feel excited. Well, so, I, I can tell by your voice. Yeah. I mean, geez. So it, it's it's nice to actually be on the opposite side because I feel like having that perspective of like, oh yeah, I'm actually like making something and not just critiquing everything. Right. Is is a better perspective to have. But mm. so Skylar, what have you been up to? Oh man. Okay, remember that thing I kept talking about and hyping up for a the, while? The super Bitcoin? Yeah, well it happened. And I volunteered that weekend, got a free shirt. It was fun volunteering. I worked at the uh, gaming museum and also helped uh, run some tournaments we were putting on. Where in, in the tournament, people had to play three different games. The people with the highest scores had to play a secret game, which ended up being the typing of the dead. It's the house of the dead, but Sega released a version where you have to type the words <laughs> on the screen to kill the zombies. It's awesome. Wow. And it's on Steam, by the way, if people are interested. But uh, I realized that uh, retro gaming has just reached its peak of, abs- of absurd pricing. and <laughs> I mean... It, it hasn't even reached its peak. <laughs> I don't know where the ceiling is on this, but I sell a little Samson loose for $900. Wow. About f- maybe in 2008, it was going for like $50, and it was rare then, but now... It's that, it's that title that people want to put on their shelf and talk to people about. Look at my collection. Here's my little Samson. Um, I've never played it, but it's, it's right yeah. there. They paid well, I mean, I mean, yeah, that's it's a great game, by the way. I mean, that's kind it's, of the, the <coughs> f- 
funny thing is selling off all my possessions because you have to sell off your childhood sometimes to <laughs> be able to survive as an adult. Um, <laughs> and, and going like, hey, this will be a game that sells for 20 bucks. Oh, no, I just sold it for 200 Cool. Just in time for a uh, clone of that game essentially to come out on Steam and me sink 40 hours into in two weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Good job. Yeah, like you do. So I was running around. I went with less money than I did last year, and I ended up getting way more stuff than I did last year. I was trying. I wasn't trying so much to wheel and deal, but I had to work some bartering in there. And basically, what my trick was was to go at the very end of the last day when we only had like thirty minutes until the thing closed. Just go. I'll give you five bucks. Like, (laughs) oh, you guys are packing up. You having any fire sales? Okay, if I give you ten bucks, can I get that in a common game? Oh, okay, sure. And <laughs> I raked in this year. I got some good stuff. Lots of Wii titles for some reason. Punch Out and Phantom Brave and um, Well Wii's kind of yeah. slow because it's yeah. slowly burning into obscurity. It's a, it's probably it's at its cheapest. Right. right and there's so many titles for it. Yeah. Games that are going up in price now are like GameCube for some reason. PS2 and the original Xbox, I guess because that generation of people who grew up with that now have their own kind of disposable income and they can yeah. just go out and buy that stuff. Well, so, uh, there's probably stuff you can't download or... Yeah. All the, and Nintendo all the doesn't, downloads are shitty. Yeah, or, and Nintendo doesn't re-release a lot of stuff like that sometimes on virtual console. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that was... BitCon was a good experience. Uh, my wife, I promised her that I would stop buying games now for a while, so... Which you will solve by working at a game store. <laughs> um, Star Fox Zero comes out this Friday on the 22nd. And I told myself that would be the last big title I'd buy for a while. And then Nintendo will be announcing their new system at E3 in June. And I'm going to blow up. I don't know. But uh, anyway. Just to, It's... Just don't ruin your marriage right. over video games. That's why I got a second job at a store to make extra money to pay for taxes because taxes suck. You know, yeah, yeah. lots of taxes. Today's tax day, by the way, you can get half price burgers at Sonic. Woo-hoo. Oh shit! You missed it. You're missing your chance right now. You're talking. Oh, I got it. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> go. God guys. Get that cheeseburger. Get that greasy cheeseburger. Um, for those of you who don't know what Sonic is, well, fuck you. <laughs> so that, or that, don't. I mean, that's entirely up to you. That's about it. Um, oh, we did see the Jungle Book. Uh, great movie. John Favreau did a really good job with it. Really I, good. I've, I've, I've heard. I have not. I've only seen like one ad. That little kid so. carries that whole movie, and he's a really good actor. And he's Indian. If people care about that, <laughs> he's East Indian. Um, the, all the voices are great. I just ever play Shere Khan, which is ferocious sounding. That guy has a booming voice that just sounds scary you know scott johansson's caw <laughs> bill murray did a really good job too he doesn't sound like he was phoning it in anyway well, he's been better about that the last few years because saint vincent when i finally watched he didn't phone that movie in at all right like they that's got, they got that's bad reviews a, though right kind of got bad reviews but i think that's because of there's cliched elements to the plot and everything, but like, right, right. but the performances all around are really good, and some of the and there's there's a few new elements thrown in there, and I mean that's really all you can ask for from a low budget movie about a kid finding say a savior in an older adult, you know. We well, you know all this Ghostbuster stuff going on with the new reboot. 
I always go back to that Ghostbusters video game they released like in 2009. Right. Yeah. As technically the third sequel, which it kind of was because everybody in the OG Ghostbusters movies were involved. Everyone but Bill Murray seemed to be into it, though, if you listen to his oh, voice. I, I, went, I went back and watched some of the cinematic stuff, and actually Harold Ramis really couldn't. It's like he didn't know how to voice act. He couldn't nail it either? Yeah. Damn, well, seen, I don't remember. It, I mean, but it's also, I mean, that's the other thing is those two guys... They come from an audience style. Right, right. You know, like Dan Aykroyd, he, he came from Second City, but can, Canadian Second City, and uh, specifically. And, uh, well, Dan Aykroyd was good. Um, and he, and he, he's just a boisterous personality. But, like, right. you see Harold Ramis' interviews, and even Bill Murray's, they're very, they're very low-key. They're not very, like, they're not, like, hyper-energy the whole time. Well, I mean, and you can... Unless kinda, they're playing a character, Yeah, you And know? you can kind of write it away with the way Egon is. I mean, the only time really Egon cracks a joke is the... Do, re, <laughs> Egon. Or print is dead. Yeah, you know, but, like that, but, but you even know? that... The print is dead is a complete deadpan delivery. Yeah, but it, but it's... But it's an... Ob- when you... It, but it's a joke. Like right. It's, it's, it's a joke in the, in the context of the character of, you know... So it's it it makes sense for the Egon character. You know what? That that's really fascinating. I you know I actually think it's a fabulous way to spend your time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, oh yay! Has so, anybody seen? I uh, already. Has anybody seen any interesting trailers lately? Uh, Segway. Yes. Segway. Oh, we're segwaying. Um, did we just actually have a segue moment? Not even joking. From Skyler, no less. Wow. Oh, I didn't, didn't mean to push this <laughs> cart along here. Oh, no. I, I, mean, I, 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 I got I, pushed I, along. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> so, you might have heard of a little movie called Doctor Strange. Love. Uh, I've been a Doctor Strange fan Love. for over 20 years. Uh, I have been very familiar with different continuities, different versions. Hmm. Different comic book series, different explanations. I, but the most interesting thing for me was the fact that when I heard Benedict Cumberbatch, I was like, okay, that okay. I heard Scott Derrickson, and I went, horror movie director. Yes, what's he done? Down. That uh, I might Sinister know. is probably his most famous. Sinister. Okay. Uh, what's the What's uh, the other one? He did the day the earth stood still with yeah. Keanu. Yeah. And he also oh. did Hellraiser Inferno. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. I knew that there was a big movie he'd done previously other than Sinister. Uh, Marvel just has a way of picking directors that I, sometimes I'm just surprised who they would pick, but they take a chance on Well, I think they ones, I, I think they? what they're they're looking for because Doctor Strange is a part of Phase 4 or Phase 3. Phase 3 kicks off with Civil War. Mm-hmm. As soon as Civil War comes out in two and a half weeks or whatever, uh, we're gonna have we're, we're in phase three, and at that point, we're gonna get new imagery. We're gonna get new ideas. We're gonna because with all the in references to people losing their arms and the second in phase two, right now, what is gonna happen in phase three? What is gonna be? We're gonna start getting imagery and ideas that cascade across all the movies. But the most interesting thing is, is the moment you see Mads Mikkelsen literally twist a cathedral into a psychedelic freak show, and I was like, uh, <laughs> "Yeah." So, for those of you that don't know, when Doctor Strange initially appeared, it was in Strange Tales, not a nom de plume. Strange Tales, 
had been a Marvel comic before Doctor Strange was invented. But Doctor Strange and Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. were back to back. It was like, uh, I think, 12 page stories. Each had a 12 page story. So when it initially appeared, you had Steve Ditko, and then it passed on through a few artists. While Nick Fury was going on is when there is the most famous run of Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., <coughs> which is the guy's name is completely not in my head right now, and I feel terrible. As you should. And I'm going to have to like use the internet while I'm talking. But the thing is, is you had these super psychedelic spy comics. Immediately before that, you have... Uh, super psychedelic magic comics happening simultaneously and I feel like with the concept of the trailer uh, the concept in the trailer you see a lot of different psychedelic imagery and I feel like what they're trying to capture more than anything else is the kind of absolute just throw fucking every possible idea into the imagery. I hope but, they do, because I was really wanting to see that kind of imagery. Uh, Jim Steranko's his name is who I was trying to think of. I mean, but, people uh, were mentioning that kind of in Ant-Man when he goes into, like, the, the what, what was it called? The microverse. microverse. Yeah. All that Which crazy is a whole other thing, which is actually from Fantastic Four, but the, I don't know how much they'll explore that in the future Ant-Man and the Wasp sequel, but... I mean, I'm just I'm I'm in batshit crazy. Hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah! Out Christopher Nolan, Christopher Nolan, do it. Come it on, Scott into like Derrickson. Like an M.C. Escher looking painting when that whole cathedral thing. Which is the thing is, around. without Inception, without Interstellar, we don't get the absolutely outlandish imagery of Doctor Strange. They he made it okay. He made it okay to like use special effects just. Let's make the most outlandish, crazy shit we can fucking think of, or that's in these comic books come to life, you know? So, I, I'm been very vocal about my disdain for Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes. And <laughs> I still don't like him, but after seeing the trailer, it's fucking Scott Derrickson, and I have to see this movie. And I watched the, the trailer three times in a row, and I'm pretty sure it was by the third time I was crying. <laughs> I, was, I was so like as a just, lifelong just u- like, using the tears to masturbate with. While I mean, watching twenty just, fucking years. I mean, of fandom. the way I he mean, holds his hands. I mean, oh man. I mean, it's like, not even. It's just like <laughs> to see something that I've loved, like that's a somewhat obscure character. It's never been a high selling book. It never will be a high selling book. It's a book they have canceled because writers love to write them, and nobody fucking loves to read them. I mean, it's the same sort of thing as how they took Iron Man and made him from a C-list superhero to cream of the crop, A-list. Yeah. And Almost they, the face of Marvel. Yeah, yeah and they took Captain yeah. America from being literally a, a, a canceled title. Right. To the to now everyone is so... Ex- was loves of Winter Soldier. Everyone's super hyped for Civil War. I mean, holy oh, shit. Super hyped. I'm man. just waiting for the fallout after... Civil War happens with obviously what's going to happen with Captain America. People think or that Bucky, Captain or America could become the next face of the Marvel universe after Downey. Well, it, it, it won't be. Um, In a way, what's I mean, his face? Chris Evans. Yeah, it won't be Chris Evans as Cap. <laughs> yeah, that's well, all. well, and but that's the other thing is he's much younger than Robert Downey Jr. Right. So he has a little bit more leeway as far as like he could leave and come back. 
I he's kind of one mean, of those. And one well, we've kind of covered before how how his contract has worked before, from what we know. Ten picture deal. Thor did not count, or Thor two did not count towards it. Yeah. So, and um, Sebastian Shaw got the same deal essentially for a character we thought was dead, and you know who people not in the know thought were was dead in the first Avenger. Yeah. So. Fuck, this is a spoiler cast, whatever. Yeah. Captain, There's a high possibility Chris Evans will die well, yeah, Cap, in Civil War. Yeah, in the in the comic book, at the end of it, mm-hmm. Cap is shot and killed, yeah. and Bucky takes over. Yeah, as in the Cap mantle. Yeah. Which, with all the Infinity War stuff, and the fact that like the imagery we're getting in Doctor Strange points to time gem, reality gem stuff... Right, like Would, way more reality warping, way more time warping, multi-dimensionals, multiverse kind of stuff, which you know, I mean, I'm super, I'm stoked, I'm ready, I'm like, come bring it on, let's go batshit insane. Let's I mean, do it, it, it kind of fucking do it. It kind of had to happen, yeah, because of what the Infinity Gauntlet is and that yeah. they've been setting up all this time. You had to have the reality warping stuff. How well, how else are you going to have eighty characters in a fucking movie? Well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I reality warping. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a mind. But then I, I read some about Doctor Strange like bringing the Hulk with him sometime to like help him fight some somebody. I read that. Well, because I, I was looking sure in, I was trying to do research well, and I, and into I, Doctor Strange. I'm sure it's also part of the reason why Doctor Strange will not be in Civil War is the same reason Hulk's not in Civil War. Yeah, too and powerful. Both both of them are too powerful at that point. Well, it's kind of moot. Why yeah. you know? Whichever side has side has the Hulk or has Doctor Strange is winning. Yeah, yeah. I'm super stoked and just so stoked on seeing this Captain America movie. And all the reviews I've been reading, everyone's just enjoying it. You know, they're just having fun. Well, watching and it. That, that could also be a response to uh, everyone's uh, kind of um, I don't know uh, ball busting. After uh, Batman versus <laughs> which, Superman, which which is so obviously we're going to talk about Batman v Superman now, yeah. but which I'm going to get another beer for. Okay, <laughs> but but the thing that's so interesting is that is that Avengers: Age of Ultron is a clear response to Man of Steel. Yeah, there is no question that them saving going out of their way to try and ev- evacuate the town is them going well superman fucking killed all these people we're actually heroes so we're going to save as many people as possible even if it detracts from the film and but the thing is yeah. is that they Roughly are a week of ultron right yeah <laughs> but 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 the thing is is that they are both of these movies are falling down the same path and still, even though it's not a response to DC to Batman v Superman, it still f- almost feels like it is a response. Well, I, yeah, because they announced the Batman v Superman concept like five years ago. Yeah, before Man of Steel even came out, it was already like a thing. And then they, and then Man of Steel comes out in 2013, right? Um, it's 2012. It was 2012, right? Something like that. 2012, yeah. 2013, and then they have all these years to make oh. We'll do our versus movie Civil War, and we'll, well do, yeah. I, I, and and also, I mean, what I, I've only seen about halfway through Daredevil, but the the opening of 
you got Daredevil versus Punisher versus Elektra in the way that they kind of sold the series. We got two episodes left to the second season of Daredevil. I'm only like three episodes. It's in. it's yeah. great. It's really great. But anyway, the it's just it's really interesting to have both of the movies supposed to come out on the same day and DC DC flinching. Yeah, moving it forward to then get lambasted for the way that they treated the characters. And then, and then have Civil War, who didn't flinch, come out, or you know, from everything we're hearing in the where it's actually being screened yeah. a month in advance, just about, which is right. great, and no lock on review. And they're like, right. spread the gospel, that's, spread the word. That's what's <laughs> crazy is, unlike Batman v Superman, which people did see about three weeks before, they couldn't say anything. Yeah, until the movie actually came out, Marvel's like, go ahead. Tell them, yeah. tell them how good it is. <laughs> right. Um, by and, the and way, by the way, it's really good. Yeah. By the way, but you know so, Black Panther. Yeah. You know Black Panther. Everyone's gonna be, love Black Panther, except except for that <laughs> ET cover story. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And so, which Mark Bernard. Yeah. 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 So. <sighs> oh, oh, so there was a cover. Uh, Skyler doesn't know what we're talking about. He gave me the look. So I guess so the, I so. Well, heard Mark talk about. He, he he saw the premiere. Well, the, there was a cover. There was an Entertainment Weekly cover oh. about six months ago. Okay, where you had Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans flanking, mm-hmm. and you had Black Panther in the background, and it said, "Meet Marvel's new superhero with claws, Black Panther." Rawr! <laughs> You're talking about an African king. <laughs> The oh, most okay, technologically okay. advanced culture on Earth I, I remember in the Marvel this Universe. The, I remember this song, one old episode of Fat yeah, Man yeah. on Batman. And like, yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's the way entertainment works. They say, he said it, they do that character really well in the movie. Also Spider-Man, they say that's the best Spider-Man on film yet. So I'm, I'm going in there with high expectations, and I know I'll leave it I, satisfied I'm, at least. I'm going in there with decent expectations is what I'm going in there with. I'm just... I'm not. I'm trying to not get overhyped. I'm. I have literally not watched. I've not watched a single TV spot. Every I, time I, I see I, new footage come out, I'm like, nope. Oh yeah, YouTube. My subscription it. feed has thirty I, I, second I, I, TV just, spots. Like the chase between Black Panther I just keep, and Bucky. I just keep yeah, scrolling I've, past yeah. this because I'm like, I've, no, I've I want to enjoy the fucking movie. I've yeah. watched a bit of. I've watched all the major trailers, and now I'm just kind of like. You know, there's no way they're showing us everything here, so I'm just gonna. Well, also, I don't want to see everything. Right, I I, I, don't I want to enjoy the fucking. I mean, movie. it's it's obviously you know. I just watch B-roll footage, which is kind of cool. It's just showing like the camera guy is like filming a scene. And, anyway, you know. so I mean, I mean the, the, the thing is, Batman v Superman. Um, for me, the first half of the movie, I actually pretty pretty much really enjoyed because I do like. I, I'm the resident Man of Steel apologist. Yeah. I like what they did with Man of Steel. I like the subtlety that I didn't think was subtle, but apparently other people just don't pick up about you know him having to restrict himself, which we've talked about ad yeah. nauseum. Um, but for me, there there were a few things like the courtroom scene. Which could have actually been important to the narrative. I mean, it, it was a little bit, but... The my my thing was is that it drug out too long. Like what should have happened in an editing sense, and hey, this would have allowed for um, Steppenwolf or Dark, you know, Darkseid's father, whoever it was, actually, you know, being included in the movie, so we know 
who he's talking about for yeah. people who don't know. He's but coming. Yeah, he's coming. Yeah, but ding, um, what, sh- what should have happened is <laughs> Holly Hunter sees the jar that has the label on it. We don't need her to turn it. We know the conversation. She should have seen it, looked at it, looked over at the guy in the chair, and him explode. That should have been the extent of that scene. Not her look at it, continue to talk, stumble over herself, continue to talk. And then we get establishing shots of Lexus are still not in there. Yeah, and then Uh, the chair, and then her turning it and turning it and turning it, reading the label, reaction shot from her, pan over, and finally explosion. And then mope face. (laughs) You know? Super mope face in the fire. It kind of uh, really annoyed me about that character. Holly Hunter's character. I, I, had, right. I honestly, I kind of felt like, why do we have to have another politician in a superhero movie arguing about stuff? You know, which just, which well, is something well, that was covered in Iron gonna, Man too. Also, if you're gonna do it, if you're gonna do it, okay, the whole conversation of him acting unilaterally, that should not be a, a United States discussion. Right, it should be that a, should be a UN discussion. Right. Which actually would have been it had even more similarities with Civil War. Yeah, but I mean, but I mean, just in general, like right. that is that should be a world event. Like, what is what is this guy doing? The things that I liked the the weird glitchy media footage that we got of like, you know, pop celebrity, you know, scientists and and bloggers and stuff talking about what if Superman was real. That was interesting. That was actually, that was more interesting than the Holly Hunter subplot, the you know her char- her character subplot, because it actually dealt with the consequences I, I, of right. of the character, the consequences of how was society reacting. I don't know to that, that whole shift of in reality of like real world people talking about something like. It it didn't gel with me when they were kind of intersplicing that stuff in but there like for that, that was, bit, but. And that's the other thing is I feel like the more that I think about this film, the more that I view it as okay. This is probably Zack Snyder at his most experimental. I mean, I can I can definitely see that he's he's trying on a shit ton of new hats. You got some found footage stuff. You've got glitchy computer stuff. You've got trying to, to to have people watch videos on computer screens and somehow that make narrative sense. You've got dream sequences within visions, within flashbacks, within dream sequences and visions of flashbacks. You know, like the the linear the linearness of the narrative is very uh, scattershot and all over the place. Um, which was something you talked about, like. Uh, especially the, the deleted scenes of Sucker Punch that you liked is like it went deeper into how layered all right. the I mean, all, I mean, all the nested layers of the narrative were, right? Which are interesting. It's just like I feel like Zack Snyder, and maybe it's not just Zack Snyder. Maybe it's the producers. It's just it's I, I, it's, it's almost not smart enough for what it's trying to do. Well, the the other problem is is that this is. You can see every fear people had with how Marvel was doing stuff. And this is a counter to how Marvel was doing stuff, which is establish each hero separately, build to all of them coming together. This is 
this is as much of a sequel to Man of Steel as it should have been a Batman origin movie. Yeah. I mean, we didn't need the parents thing. I wish we got a Batman origin movie. Like, well, honestly, since I'm such a proponent of fan edits, I think that there, whenever we get the unrated extra Whole 30 director, minutes, director's cut. you can edit this into a Batman movie, and it would be one of the best Batman movies. And I will say that if, no matter how I feel about the portrayal of Batman in some right. aspects, why is Batman so cruel is the question I had almost the whole movie and the, the only the only clue we get is the robin costume right in in there we don't get any other clue as to why why has batman become so cruel? but but my my, my my other question is but i will say i do like the portrayal of batman and bruce wayne in this movie more than i have enjoyed batman and before other than the Dark Knight, specifically. Yeah. My, well, yeah, and the Dark Knights. I don't. I don't see how any of this can ever surpass the Dark Knight. Um, but in, then again, Ben Affleck is, uh, you know, rumored. I know they confirmed he will be doing the standalone film. Yeah, and he has it's, written the script. But it's not confirmed. They still haven't actually said he's directing it. Yeah. That we're all assuming he is. Which, um, but my question is. Has this Batman quit like in Dark Knight Returns? No, not from it, what it, I got in the plot. I, I, I kind of felt like he had because he had talked about he needed the suit. And like, you know. and but, but the thing is, is our first appearance of him, he's already back in the bat. He's been back in the bat suit for a while. But but it's 18 months later or whatever. I, yeah. So I wonder if he... Had hung up the mantle right. previous Cause, to cause that. Because that, that's the Dark Knight Returns thing is essentially, what if Adam West Batman had quit being Batman? What would the world look after, like? Especially, in a way, it's more, what if after death of the family? Right. Well, then, then that's... What yeah. if What if after Jason Todd was killed? Right. Bruce Wayne quit being Batman for 20 plus years. Yeah. I mean, and that, then you get Alfred, who's, you know, even you've, you know gotten too old to die young yeah and it, it kind of feels like they're back in this dynamic as much as alfred hates it so i, I just wonder if that's a kind of secondary thing there but the the issue it with this movie is is that they're throwing everything in here to try and make justice league happen and obviously justice league is going to happen it made it you know um, which, which I, is kind of why i was like why isn't this just a justice league movie right Here's my question, though. Here's my question. I'm not sure if you know enough about the storyline there. But is Zack Snyder fucking doing injustice? I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone, I don't know. They were kind of hinting at... I mean, that you have the Flash coming back to tell him in a dream flashback prophecy... Vigi vision pro sequence. Yeah, yeah, sequence to say, you were right, find us... Like Lois Lane is the key. Is the key. Injustice, for those of you not in the know, is a game that was created by the people who did Mortal Kombat, where the story is that the Joker kills Lois Lane, which basically makes Superman drives Superman insane and in creating an authoritarian, you know, kind of totalitarian government where the Justice League have to become a ragtag group of, you know... Heroes. Heroes to, to yeah, basically take him down, and he has taken over the world. 
It's the whole, if there's a 1% chance that he could turn against us, we have to take that as an absolute certainty. Like, that's him having his own fucking police force, which is an injustice. Which is in all that vision sequence. Exactly. Like, I I just wonder... Which, Which also could be... Because they show the Omega symbol, because we see the parademons, it could also be Darkseid has control of Superman at that point. Because the parademons and the and the Supermen seem to be working alongside together. Right. Which would mean I here here's what This all just makes me think that they are just taking bits and pieces from all the source material. Oh, they totally are. If, and I, they're I, I, quilting something to... I don't know. Nothing seems new. Everything just seems borrowed. No, there was one new aspect what I have never that? seen before. You want to know what that is? The written text and chalk that, that we panned over. That was the newest thing in this whole movie. They incorporated narrational text as chalk artwork that people in the universe made that then they could scroll over, people would read the text, and people would go, reading, ding! You know, <laughs> it was cinemas, you know, they wouldn't hear the CinemaSins voice in their head. Right. Because instead of scrawling text, it's the the camera pans just slow enough you can read the text. And as it's handwritten, which I was like, that is the most original thing, adaptation-wise... <laughs> In this entire fucking movie. <laughs> I literally said to myself, if I see one more fucking reference to Dark Knight Returns, I'm going to fucking punch this movie. I mean, <laughs> is this the same Batman from the Nolan trilogy? No, well, okay, because well, I it, went it, in it, not knowing. It is not. It, it, it's not. It made but, me think a Batman sequel will be a prequel. Well, the, yeah. the weird thing is, is the, the most amorphous thing is Lex. Yeah. Because it almost sounds like Gene Hackman was the previous Lex. And or Lex's father yeah. and previous Lex, yeah. and he's gone insane and, and you know in prison or dead or whatever. And now Alexander, yeah, and now Baby Lex, Baby, is, Baby Lex has stepped, taken the mantle. It's more like which I actually said, like if they it, if they like ran that, with that the whole way, I would have loved it. That, that that's an that would have been interesting. It's an interesting premise, but it's only hinted at. Yeah, it's not explored. That's the one thing about this entire movie is it is entirely hinting at everything and not exploring. But I, which they don't do well compared to, I will say, Joss Whedon did very fucking well. No matter how how people feel about Age of Ultron being a giant commercial for Infinity War, it was very well integrated. A lot of shit was explored. As as I said, I, I know personally my biggest issue with Age of Ultron is the betrayal of the Hulk. Yeah, it, it's it, you know the the reversal of realistically the Hulk from the first movie should have been in this movie and the Hulk from this right. movie should have been in the first movie. Exactly, just you because know. the way Mark like we have we didn't get an explanation of why he's losing control. Right. Whereas in the first one, I mean, we get the explanation in the Incredible Hulk movie when with Edward Norton. But but what I'm saying is yeah, we didn't yes, get no, we I'm, didn't get an update of like why he's right. losing control he, more. He's often. he is a self-actualized badass in the first Avengers and in the second one he's kind of 
hunched over and mumbling, muttering version of Bruce Banner. Oh, it's like, that, what happened? Yes, Where is this? Like, you know? did he kill a bunch of children or something like that? <laughs> Which, I mean, it could have happened. It very well could have. Yeah, it's like, and also, that's the one thing is we don't have Rick Jones. We don't have a bunch of the side characters of Hulk, the Hulk universe, to kind of give us that kind of like, hey, what's going on with Bruce? You know, right. <laughs> we kind of don't have that stuff because... You know, I, 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 I don't mean, know why. It's a choice. You know, they've made a choice not to have those characters. We haven't really seen Betty. I uh, mean, we you know? we didn't get that at all. I mean, the honestly, the only other than that last shot of Incredible Hulk until Thunder Ross shows up in Civil War, it's just been ignored. Yeah, like the only reason we know that he's been in control, you know, that it actually had a setup is because of that last shot in The Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton where he's, you know, yeah. yoga the fuck out. And then, you know, looks up and his eyes are green. And you're like, what the hell is going on there? And then you get the payoff with him always being angry. You're like, oh, okay, he learned how to control it. And now it's... And now he's lost control of it. Somehow. And what... Why, uh, mm, ah! Ah, plot device, <laughs> plot device, so. screenwriting, oh, 101. So I, I guess, well, I was going to say, since we've kind of beat around the bush here, how would everybody, what, I guess, what is your kind of overall feeling of Batman v Superman? I mean, we can delve into little po- plot details, but. Let's start with Skyler. <laughs> All right, well, first thing I thought of when I left the movie is uh, a good, a C grade, you know. Um,. Everyone talked about Ben Affleck as Batman, you know. I went in trying to see who I could compare him to out of all the previous Batmans, you know. And he kind of stands out on his own. I like how he looks under the mask. I'm not seeing Ben Affleck's face. I'm seeing Batman. And it, the stubble in the face, like, you know, you only see the mouth part usually on Batman, his eyes. So I thought that looked good. Christian Bale always kind of looked goofy to me in the mask. I like how, this is just technical, so I liked how Batman had a voice manipulator kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. That, that was, was cool. That was a re- I'm glad that they added that in. That's a good yeah. thing to add to the Bat canon. And I'm also Officially. Like, they yeah. also did a very good job at kind of bringing out the animated series version of Bruce Wayne. That's, yeah. that's the other thing I was going to say is my favorite Batman, when I think about it hard, is Batman from the animated series. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, that, that's what you Conroy. hear. That's actually my favorite Batman. Anything Batman is sex. I I loved that series watching it. It was so dark. Um, Which is funny because this is trying to be dark. But it doesn't feel that dark to me. That, that's the thing. It just this feels is, depressing. This is what was killing me throughout the whole movie watching it was little bits and pieces uh, of... Um, imagery, I guess you could say. The first part that made me cringe was seeing Batman get lifted up in that well or whatever it was. He fell in by the bats, kind of like he's Jesus Christ going up to heaven kind of thing. And then it just kind of steamrolls from there, like Superman floating in the sky all... Well, well, he he is the bat god. (laughs) The... um, the whole Clearly. people, the slow-mo stuff probably all the time. It's the slow-mo stuff that kind of kills me a lot of times, too. But the whole, <laughs> the kid with his mouth open when his parents get shot, you know, I can imagine 
the director like just hold your mouth open right there like that for a while and we're gonna film that and that just imagery like that sometimes just totally just gets on my nerves so much because we've seen that so much now it becomes cliche well, and the thing is, is okay if you've you've read Gardner Returns. Yeah, everybody yeah. at this table's read Gardner Returns. Yeah, right? right. Yeah, it's the only Batman so the page, comic I've read actually. The page <laughs> that they're specifically stealing from flashes between the bat, the broken window, his father, the gun, the pearls, his face. It's this quick edit. It's just jumping, jumping, and jumping, and jumping in the cuts until you finally get to the boom. Bat comes through the window. Where's the jump cuts? Where are the fucking jump cuts? Where's the subtlety? Where's the fucking the, well, this is what the made power and the and, the and the energy of Frank Miller's well, art? And, well, and this just, is not an adaptation of. I know, but I'm the, just saying, like, if you're gonna fucking steal the fucking well, thing, and that's what makes me so mad about it. Is like they're just taking stuff from everywhere. Well, not, every which is the, since, I, I will since, say, since, since sorry since Tim Burton's Batman. Every single origin story of Batman has stolen the pearls. Yeah. The pearls, the gun, and the shadow. And, you know, yeah. and essentially Joe, Ch- you know, but. Yeah. And you don't really see Joe Chill's face in Dark Knight Returns. Right. So you don't, you don't, and they kind of ignored his name in in Dark Knight Returns. Because um, so. he wakes yeah. up in, because uh, after that sequence of the bat, he wakes up and he's in crime alley. Didn't know how he got the there. The thing about the the movie is that they they were just trying to make it so dark, so moody, and I was thinking to myself, if I was maybe a high schooler back in the day, when I was in high school, I might enjoy it a whole lot and connect with it on that kind of level. I can't now. I'm 31. It it just it wasn't doing anything for me. But I, I will honestly say I I looked I almost looked at Aaron and said do you want to go? And at one point I was just like if this what is this gonna add up? It like, was it was a pretty long slog to get through. I thought what was it like two and a half hours almost something like yeah, that. It, trailers were <sighs> two hours and forty five minutes. Man, yeah I uh, you know no intermission. Thanks thanks guys. Well per- personally. I understand the borrowing from there. I, the the thing though is, like, <clears throat> personally, when it comes down to it, if you're going to base it and a lot of the base a lot of the imagery and everyone take points of the story, like yeah. in The Dark Knight Returns, the reason Superman goes to fight Batman and try and stop him. Is because he's working for the government, yeah, and right. the government and the president says, "Hey, we need to shut this down. Like, we can't have vigilantism." Well, and speaking, we mentioned Maclandis earlier when we were talking. Flip the premise, right? Why don't make Batman the stooge of the government now? He's got the sons of Batman running Gotham. There's no okay, police there force. Yeah. It's now all the sons of Batman. It's it's this kind of vigilante justice kind of feel, and like. And now, and like, and Superman's the rogue. That would make fucking sense. Why the fuck are they both the rogues? Why the fuck are they both rogue? Like, why? oh yeah. By the way, Superman was just there. <laughs> the actor, I don't remember the guy's name. What's Henry his name? Cavill. He he's just kind of like uh, that 
He's pretty. No, well, he reminds me of pretty. Edward from Twilight for some reason. Not not by looks, but just like he's just a blank slate. Well, I mean, and, the, and yeah, which is her, what they her, want. It's he, just, he, ugh, no character her, about him. I didn't. No, here here's the thing. I didn't I, feel for him. I'm well, sorry. <laughs> did you like Man of Steel? No. Exactly. This movie no. is not for anybody who did not like Man of Steel. Yeah, pretty much. As I said, this is a sequel to Man of Steel. If you don't like how they're treating Superman now, that almost almost he almost, ev- he did make more sense on this movie. Well, I was gonna say, but they're going off of the premise of what there there is a natural progression from what happened in the first movie. The and I'm not defending it. As I said, I like the first half of it, and then I think it just falls, it collapses under its own weight. Especially when you get to the fight between the two of them, which is. Martha. But, but I'm not even ta- I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about the actual fight between them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I laughed a few times. I, I was bored. <laughs> I mean, I started falling asleep about that point. Then again, I had also just worked a nine-hour shift, went to go see it at 10.30 at night, and by the time we were done, it was one thirty in the morning Dang. by the time I left. So I was falling asleep near the end, like passing out for like two minutes at a time. But for like the way they changed it, like if you're going to steal the Dark Knight imagery and the fight which they didn't steal the fight but you know at least that thing you have to use the line of i you remember this you know the whole hand around your throat i'm the one man who beat you yeah even though it's superman letting him beat him still you have to have that yeah it can't just be martha and the way that like it was there was a nice inventive use there I guess my thing is, with Superman, every, almost everything that happens in there is a natural progression of what happened in Man of Steel. Him and Lois Lane are dating. As weirdly improbable as that is. Which, which I feel like it, part of the R-rated cut is you see Amy Adams' nipples. Because I feel like they were removed digitally. Because there was obvious, like... we. <laughs> I should yeah. see your nipples, but uh, like, yeah. but, but even still, like <laughs> the but I like that she knows who he is. That was one of the first things they addressed, like at the very yeah. end. Like she essentially wink and nods with him. Because and, hey, there, she's alien. a Pulitzer Prize winning journalist, you right? Know. She should be able to fucking yeah. put that together. Yeah. And aliens, you know, she kind of saw him in the fucking ship, right? Know. Well, she calls him Clark in the first, like whenever he flies off. Yeah. So she knows f- right from the get go. Yeah. Which I'm fine with. Yeah. Was, that that was one of the parts. Didn't mind. Well, didn't and, mind I like, and I like the relationship, and I like the back and forth that Superman does have about trying to live a civilian life and trying to help people, but exactly like what um, his father said, it's going to change how everybody views everything. I like that part with Kevin Costner showing up as his father just to talk to him for a little bit. I, I wouldn't have minded it if we weren't... And, hour and 50 minutes into the fucking movie <laughs> and we're already like through several but, but, dream sequence flashbacks slash vision slash flash forward he's sequences. Al- he's, al- he's also gone back for some reason to being hobo Superman. <laughs> yeah, which but. which I'm like, are we jumping back in time? Are we not jumping back in time? And that was what made it confusing. I was like, 
is this from the first movie? Is this from now? And then he disappears. I'm like, so it's from now, but it's right. not the Fortress of Solitude. So you're saying this is a sequel to the Man of Steel movie? Oh, in every way. But to me, I was just I, I didn't see it as a sequel to that, and also I didn't even see it as a Batman movie. To me, this felt like what the Avengers did, which was the culmination, the com- the, the combining of all these characters. So this is all like, well, where's the freaking Batman movie I wanted to see before but, this but, came but out. But that's what I'm saying is that the reason it's a sequel to Man of Steel is because everything that happens in this is because of it's Man of Steel. a direct result. Yeah. I mean, that's... They, they All the sho- plot points They shoehorned happen. Batman into the fight at Man of Steel, mainly by making Gotham and Metropolis be a twin city sort of thing. That, which that kind which of I will weird. say, yet again, that that is the most heroic moment of the movie. Him, dr- him driving in a car commercial <laughs> into well, him 9-11. Run, him, running, <laughs> him, him running into the cloud no, is but, but I'm just saying him even driving right. and trying to avoid people and like everybody's going this way and everybody's trying to get out and he's going He should have developed deeper, some deeper, like deeper, respiratory right? problems after being in all that ass. But that, that's probably why he starts training with tires. That, I mean, that's, that's why he sounds like this. But, <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is it, it has – there's no way this isn't a sequel because – as I said, everything that's happening to Superman is because of how the fight with Zod turned out. The whole reason Doomsday exists is because, as as stupid as that is, is because Zod's body exists. Yeah. Hmm. The entire reason Batman is fight is so dead set against Superman is because of how he handled the Zod fight by keeping it in the city. So you know. That's the reason. That that's as best that's, of a reason. That's re- why Anderson Cooper goes. Thankfully, all the people in offices are already home right now. You know, but but it, it's <laughs> it's the closest thing to the reason why it's Lex dumb. is hates Superman. And I, and I will say that that was the universal criticism. What the fuck does Lex Lex want? Hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I I think he's just trying to destroy Superman. As an idol, so is it for him or is it for Darkseid? Dark, well, with the ex- with the deleted clip, he doesn't learn about Darkseid until right before the Genesis Chamber. But but that's the thing is this but was for, not made for, clear in the film. Right, like, right, right. What I'm saying is the the best I've been able to figure out with Lex is that he um, there's obviously the religious implications there and wanting to basically wanting so is he to bring, Judas is he supposed to be the Judas he's, of this he's story? trying to bring down a god and break him as an idol and that's the whole that's why he hires the guy who writes false god on there which I will still say that in that original teaser that fucking Joker. image was oh, yeah. fucking great and instead in the you, movie I was like Oh, oh, the guy, like, the wheelchair guy. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about those scary. letters that he yeah. wrote stuff on. I thought that was the Joker who did that. No, it was, like, was the Joker in this movie. No, no, it's, no it's, it, it was Lex. The only right. thing that you have, the only, there's only, there's only two references to the Joker, and that's the Robin suit with, and then, uh, and then you know, Gotham I've, City. We don't take the freaks that dress up like clowns. Or exactly. Uh, which, you know? which that's other than Clark Kent being the worst journalist ever. <laughs> Like and and Lawrence, <laughs> oh gosh, okay. I literally almost yelled out, "Stop quipping!" 
to Lawrence Fishburne's Perry White. I almost I've stop fucking quipping. Just stop it. That doesn't fit this movie at all. You're like he's getting in there being like, oh, I'm gonna I'm in an old school newspaper movie. <laughs> Let me quip at you some lines but, but, yes, uh, about copy and. But the, <laughs> other than you know, because Bruce Wayne is one of the richest men ever. And he lives in the city right next to you. You should know who the fuck he is. You should know who he looks like. Obviously, Batman knows who Clark Kent is. Yeah. I did like, and I will say, I did like him hearing Alfred in Bruce's ear. Okay, yeah. I liked that. I was like, that. That's fucking Superman. That's the Superman-Batman dynamic. Right. That is. See, Um, the part with Alfred You're always trying to hide uh, something from me. And I'm always figuring it out because you're doing it out in the fucking open. Right. The whole thing with Alfred and him interacting, like when he's helping him battle at the end, reminds me of like, again, the first Avengers. Robert Downey Jr.'s fine around. He's got Jarvis there. Um, they're kind of together, buddied up while the, everyone else is running around doing their thing. I mean, there, there's no that's way that this... Like, there's Wonder Woman. I'm like, okay, what about The Flash and all these other guys? Like, that's why it almost feels like... Well, that's that's why it's called Dawn of Justice instead of Justice League. It was originally going to be one movie. Imagine how fucked that would have been. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. Oh, God. I forgot to say my favorite seven part... seven-hour fucking movie. My favorite part in the whole movie is the part where Batman goes to save Martha in that whole fight sequence, which was what I thought was... Bloody awesome! It it was straight oh, up out of the. He was literally killing the, every single yeah, person that he was attacking. They borrowed from the Arkham games. Yeah, that was cool. It, it that should have been the opening, though. Yeah. That sh- that should that should have been his assault on LexCorp. Yeah, that's another thing they they didn't they should have showed it's that. Go- as it's a going thing. to be in the, from everything we're hearing. It's going to be in the extended version. Um, mm. in the in the original cut from everything we're hearing, which so is the one that got the standing ovation, right? Is um, he uh, goes into LexCorp, he f- and he breaks into the computer, and he's the one who sees the videos of the Flash, not the email to Wonder Woman. He doesn't. He, all he does an emailing to Wonder Woman is send her the picture of her and, and who are you? Yeah, in World War One and who are you? Hmm. He's the one when breaking into LexCorp who sees all the videos. Which makes sense because it looks like the LexCorp mainframe. Well, they right. say they might re-release it in theaters. By the way, I thought I heard something about that too. Uh, yeah. So, so what I'm, as I said, what I'm looking forward to, it's kind of like with the Hobbit movies. I'm waiting for everything to come out, and there to be a cut of the Batman movie, which cuts out all the Perry White stuff. It makes it a Batman movie from his point of view, like that opening shot is with the most heroic thing where we're seeing the end of Man of Steel from Batman's point of view and how he is reacting to what is going on with Batman or with Superman instead of us seeing Superman's point of view and Batman's point of view and Superman's point of view and Lex's and Wonder Woman's and like we And if and if Superman didn't somehow build all those buildings back up in the 18 months <laughs> then who the fuck did because <laughs> I'm sorry, like half the sky, half the skyscrapers should still be under sheets and being rebuilt. And There's all like that a stuff like a Grand Canyon sized hole in the ground from that, <laughs> whatever that drill thing. Or yeah, I like, can't remember like what it was. More, which, which, to be fair, like my personally, you know, which this they is, don't gloss over when they go to India. Right. So my my thing. <laughs> India. My, I, I'm putting air quotes. Yeah. So. I see, yeah. The, <laughs> 
The my thing is, and my my only really honestly, my only complaint with the fight at the end of Man of Steel because I understand, you know, as a writer, I don't need. I, as a writer, I understand what they're trying to do with the end of Man of Steel. Oh, I got what they were trying to do. I know, but I'm saying a lot of people didn't. It pissed me off. I'm sure it <laughs> did. But my my only problem with it is that there is a um, color continuity issue. In that you have everything gray after the um, the engine, whatever it is. I want to call it the Infinity Engine, but I know it's not that. But basically, yeah, the, the world gray, engine. World engine. That's it. Yeah. Um, after it's trying to com- you know terraform. Everything is gray, ash-covered, and... 9-11. 9-11. And then immediately after that, after the fight happens, you're seeing them fly around in, like, pinks and purple setting sun. People are getting out of their cars and walking out of buildings. Like, there hasn't been a world engine crushing the entire city. Well, also the kiss in Central Park. That's completely devastated. <laughs> You know, tone problems. But I, 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 I but, so. but but as I said, for me, that's the only thing that jarred me from it because I'm not a. I'm, I, we've covered this. I'm not a Superman fan, but I like whenever they're going. Okay, here's the premise we're going with. Let's see where this goes. Which I, I will say. Here's the other thing. Here's the thing that bothered me the most. If that's the premise you're going with, then why didn't he break Batman's back? Why isn't it punch, smash, break your back, you're done, I'm done with you? Well, he's still trying to enlist Batman at that point. I know, but I'm just saying, like, once Batman's crossed the line, so once so, Batman's found his weakness, why isn't it <laughs> yeah. throw you so, over? So I guess and, that's going to be, that's kind of what I've been trying to get to, is my for the last half of the movie, my biggest issue is that we use two damsels in distress. Yeah. And the entire reason that Superman fights Batman... Batman, I understand. Like, I think they did a really good job building Batman's hatred towards Superman and why he is out there. Now, the way it's... He's Batman. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, But when it comes down to it, the only issue I have with that is the way they edit it He's standing out there for like a good hour and a half in the rain with his bat signal on, <laughs> waiting for Superman to show up. Yeah. Now, the way it's edited in the trailers <laughs> is he turns it on, lightning flash, Superman's there. Holy shit, we're about to get down. Yeah. In the movie, Superman sees it. Saves Lois. Saves Lois, talks to Lex, <laughs> finds out that Martha's been kidnapped, bows down to Lex. Yeah, has, which was weird. It has a weird long extended conversation with him. Then goes to see Batman. Did, did you also notice the continuity error of uh, when you see Martha again, her mascara is perfect. She has no <laughs> half erased words off her face. She has no marks on her mouth. Oh, no, and then she's not bound in her mouth either. I was like, are you fucking shitting me? This is a fucking... Four hundred million dollar fucking movie, and you can't even you can't even you miss continuity errors like that. Are you fucking you know, shitting it, me? Probably shot it. In yeah, weird it's probably six months apart is why. Probably, but fucking. I mean, it, the the issue, like as I said, the whole reason that Batman or that the Dark Knight Returns happened is government oversight. That's essentially what it Reaganomics, all that good stuff. Yeah, it's a commentary on eighties America. Exactly, you know? and. 
instead of having something like that, whether it's Batman being the government stooge or Superman being the government stooge, government... Or even the kind of post-9-11 discussion that we had right. in America did, that we're still having. I mean, why wasn't that... Like, I didn't mind the political stuff if it was actually going to have a fucking point. Right. And it's, it so in, <laughs> it in, in, like, instead, it once again... the Here's the only difference of this Lex versus every other Lex. It wasn't a real estate venture. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, but for, you know, as I said, and I, I honestly think Lex's entire motivation is to break a god. Did Lex kill his secretary girlfriend, by the way? Yes. He yeah. He right. sacrificed her. I was wondering. Yeah, she has a name. I can't remember what it but is. But she, she was in the... Um, she she led the she, Zod body down the hallway. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. she was in the trial. She was sitting there waiting yeah. for him to sit down. And right, I was just and wondering if she got he killed. He sacrificed her. Yeah. yeah um, because he's an asshole. She but, was in that Wolverine movie that came out. But, um, as I said, I think the entire thing was for him to break a god. And that's why he sends Superman to fight Batman. He has... No, yes, he knows but, that... But, but he the, knows that Bruce Wayne... He knows... Everybody's identities. Lex knows who everybody is from the beginning. From the beginning, yeah, of course he does. Why else? Because would he... it because it doesn't feel like that. Of, well, of course he does because because why... because why the fuck? Okay, I liked his scattershot monologue. That I liked. I would say that that was that was okay. If that's a characterization, we're going with Lex. Keep it. Keep that all the way through. It just nothing felt make, like a where Eisenberg. nothing makes sense. Nothing. Everything he does. Makes no sense. Nobody can understand him. Nobody can figure it out. It, it's confusing to everybody. You know, everybody, his motivation's all over the place. If that's what you're going with, go with it. Don't fucking change halfway through and turn but, him into a supervillain. Well, what, what I'm saying is, he has to have known because he invites both Clark Kent and but Bruce he Wayne. didn't invite Clark Kent. Clark okay. Kent was assigned. But, but he goes up to both of them, and we have the very obvious just... You know, hey, yeah. yeah, hey, you should Don't not pick a fight with, with this, this person. Yeah. yeah, and hmm. he knows that. He obviously knows it because he's using. He invites Bruce Wayne, so we know that he knows that. Somehow, yeah. Wonder Woman's there too. Well, I mean, Wonder Woman is the Deus Ex Machina. Kind of forgot yeah. all about her, by the way. Right, <laughs> and she, but then that's the problem. The movie kind of forgot about her. Right, and she has some good quippy lines, but she is a Deus Ex Machina. Yeah. That's the that's the no, whole. She's a Deus Ex Bikini. Yeah, well, good <laughs> but um, he he knows that he sets up. He, and we know that he knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman because he's been sending him the letters. They established that he's the one who was sending all him right, the letters. All right, yeah, yeah. So he's been setting up, like, Bruce Wayne hasn't been getting the message until yeah. s- right before Scoot McNeary, which is funny, Scoot McNeary in a scooter that blows up. But anyway, <laughs> um, he... <laughs> Meta jokes! <laughs> he... Um, he finds out right before that he's been getting these letters, which is supposed to make him hate Superman even more. But it's the turn, like one of those turning points. He's setting up Batman to hate Superman, and then uses Superman, Clark Kent, uses his family connections and the people he loves to kill Batman, which would then demonize him. 
because Batman's been doing vigilante justice, which... So either way, whoever wins, no matter what happens, they're... They're, Either he kills a god... Or a god is dethroned. Exactly. So for me, that's what I feel like is Lex's motivation. Not fucking clear in this movie. Not clear fucking all. I mean, I was falling asleep during the movie, and I still managed to put this together. Okay, it's probably because you were (laughs) falling asleep. You were missing all these scenes that were uh, just, like, confusing the fuck out of you. No, 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 literally the only part that I really fell asleep of was the Doomsday fight. Because, okay, so I do have to ask, because I was falling asleep. Yeah, and we have to, we have to, before we finish, we have to talk about Doomsday, because we're talking about everything but fucking Doomsday. Spoiler! I wonder why. (laughs) (laughs) Because we are all, it's like, it's like you remember that hard on you had yeah blue balls the well, whole fucking movie was spoil like, it spoil it well it's Superman the, it's, in, it's in the third trailer I mean the the well, whole doomsday thing the and fact that they fucking shoehorn doomsday into this fucking movie mm-hmm. it's just another reason why this movie doesn't work well it's just it's just and weird. that should have been the first villain well, everyone can't beat him. Everyone can't beat him. Everyone can't beat him. Everyone can't beat him. And Superman sacrifices himself. End of Jeff. So I, I guess I get uh, what. So here's so here's <laughs> so here's what I'm thinking. Right. You know, uh, here, here's honestly what I'm thinking. I think when it was one movie, it was dark. Or it was Doomsday. Okay. When they decided to go to two, Dark Side be, because they needed to have a Thanos. Yeah. So they went, okay. Who's the biggest, baddest motherfucker that can kill Superman? Dark side. Right. So. Who can or, well, kill Doomsday, all, well, Doomsday. Who can kill, well, but who can kill all the Justice League? Who's the biggest, baddest? Right. Well, and who's it, looking for the anti-life equation? Who's, but, but, but when it comes down to it, who's the first villain that can take out Superman and create something? Like, the, it's, it's the whole duality there with... Um, I mean, it's it is referencing so much stuff because Batman, we have Justice League Doom, which is the whole yeah. idea that Batman does not trust anyone in the fucking Justice League, yeah, and has come up with ways to kill every single one of them. Mark Wade, should they turn rogue? Yep, red kryptonite for Superman. Uh, um, a basically speed for Flash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It, it, it is essentially that. He has to run at a certain speed or else he'll blow up. Yeah. And if he slows down beyond that speed, which is only attainable by Flash, yeah. and, uh, he will die. Uh, Diana has to run back to Themyscira. And, uh, Aquaman yeah. has to run back to Atlantis. Uh, exactly. You know, we, the, basically, the, in Doom, um, villains get a hold of Batman's contingency plans. Hugo Strange. Yeah. And so then they get used against the Justice League. They manage to survive them, but the whole idea is that Batman has created these contingency plans to kill everybody in there. The original uh, comic is JLA Tower of Babel okay. by Mark Wade and Brian Hitch. That's where this is coming from. Yes. So original. so and then it's a, they made an anime animated film Justice League Doom about five years ago, four or five years like ago. That, yeah. Yes. I mean the the whole thing is that. Batman doesn't trust the Justice League. He should not be the one forming the Justice League. Yeah. And that's what he's in and That's what that's, he's doing in this. That's one. what it shows yeah. at the end. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because because of I couldn't it, honor him in life. I will honor oh, him oh. in death. You knew him a grand total of 3 fucking hours. I mean that that's like <laughs> I I'm a son of your I'm a friend of your son. I kind of figured the cape. Which is like okay, that's a, that's a nice line. But you guys were just trying to kill each other. 
<laughs> like literally that it, things need to be moved around. So I think whenever it started, it was Doomsday was going to be the villain that put together the Justice League. Yeah. And then when they went, fuck, we need a Thanos character. They went, okay, dark side. That'll be really cool on visuals. It'll be all this stuff. We need somebody who actually killed Superman, which almost, as we've noted before, almost killed the comic industry. Yeah. In the first fucking place. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Good job, DC. Pick the thing that almost ruined comics. Completely. To be your first. Almost bankrupted fucking. So so the question I did have. And then shake the dirt. Right. Well, well, no, no, no. So my my question about the Doomsday fight is. Superman dying. They do have the line. Okay, wait. Before 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 we say this, they do have a line in the movie that nothing on this earth can kill a Kryptonian. They say this specifically and that they need the Kryptonite spear because only something from Krypton could kill a Kryptonian. That's not my question. My question is, were those, the place they were fighting, was it abandoned? No. What it is, is it's a facsimile of, of, an, of an island that ha- that happens between uh, Brooklyn and uh, Manhattan. There's an island that is mostly abandoned, but it has some people that live on it. <laughs> but it's an island. Because my question... But it's also in like a hundred feet so, so, on any right. side of the shore. So, so, so the, re- the reason I asked this question, because I did miss this part. I know like there was some quip about like, why are you keeping him here? Because it's abandoned. Right. So I, I kind of I got like the shades of that, but I was sitting there going like... So, so we went no, wait, from wait, 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 wait. the the offices are abandoned to but, the island that's abandoned. Well, no, no, to no. the part of Gotham City that's abandoned. So my thing was, why are there so many fucking abandoned buildings? In it, this? Well, my thing was going to be this your number one. Sucks. Your number one critique that oh no, everybody's number one critique of Man of Steel is that because of Superman's fight, hundreds of thousands of people die. Exactly, and we're repeat. Like because I was passing out partially through this was like <laughs> you guys are repeating grand damn mass destruction because of superhumans fighting metahumans. Well, but still superheroes fighting. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Tone dead. Exactly. <laughs> um, I felt that with, literally from the opening scene. I was but, like, this fucking movie is so fucking tone deaf. The whole time. Which The um, whole time. Separate, I was, separate point. I don't want to jump into this. But <laughs> Lois Lane getting off on the opening scene where she's just like, oh, Superman came to save me. Let go. She 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 was completely wet. That's all I'm saying afterwards. <laughs> well, she was obviously wet in the next scene. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, but, uh, but um, also that guy, dead. Dead as fuck. <laughs> there are so many dead guys yeah, because um, of Superman in well, this movie. I mean, there is a valid point that Superman has never been above killing. In the in this universe. No, I'm talking about even in the in the but, comics but, and animated well, but, features. But, but I'm saying like specifically. In, in Specifically, in this version that they're going with, Superman kills everybody. He doesn't care. He will murder 
<laughs> cold blood. But now Batman will do it too. Yeah, but Batman is an old man who doesn't want to take any more uh, from them young punks. Uh, but but uh, so Alfred, Alfred, clean the blood off of my fucking okay, bat suit. Today. So so what, <laughs> I, I do I do have to ask: Was there an f bomb in this movie? No. There, I, I have the perfect scene for an f bomb. Uh, f- uh, when Doomsday about blossom. Nope. Fuck. Nope. Nope. The best use of an f bomb in this movie should have been after Batman meets Superman for the first time and Superman rips the doors off and Batman is driving back the broken ass Batmobile <laughs> back to the Batcave oh, and, then and he like, pull, pulls up <laughs> Alfred walks out and goes what, what the, the fuck, fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, that, that should have been the one F-bomb in this movie <laughs> So, you can do all this other stuff, but you can't put an F bomb in there. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a PG thirteen movie. You can get one. You get one. I no, mean, I mean, X Men's been doing it for years. Yeah, I, I meant like in the whole. You got this is the children are here watching this. The children. <laughs> oh, the children. The children are watching are Superman die. Mm. Good job. Sh- let me shove that Doomsday Blade deeper. Okay, so you know how I. I decided like a year ago that I don't like Zack Snyder movies. Yeah. And did I explain to you what I felt about Watchmen? The fact. Okay. So what I think really (laughs) bothered me about Watchmen is that Watchmen is not like a. a, So Watchmen as a comic book is a love letter to various styles of comic books. Right. Watchmen as a film is not a love letter to cinema in the same way. Right. What bothers me is there's a shot as we're panning across, following Batman in in Wonder Armor, uh, about to throw Superman onto the spear. Flash. It says, "Who watches the Watchmen in fucking Spanish?" <laughs> or in the original Latin. As an Easter egg. Right. Hey, I directed Watchmen. And I literally was like, you have no idea what Watchmen was about. Wait, what? Wait, 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 wait. Like, Batman is about to throw Superman. He was, he's, you were panning across in graffiti. In graffiti, perfectly lit up when the lightning flashes, is the que cues, que cues, que cues who watches the Watchmen? The original wow. Latin that's used in Watchmen, the graphic novel, is used before he throws. And I'm just like, you don't even understand Watchmen. You don't get it. You literally, ha- if this is the fucking Easter egg you're going to use, you don't deserve. You didn't deserve to direct Watchmen. <laughs> you didn't deserve to direct this movie. You don't. I like literally for about a week. I wasn't gonna see Justice League. <laughs> I didn't even there, there's no way I would have caught that yeah I, I didn't dude I, I, I saw like a hundred easter eggs in that fucking so, movie so the thing I've heard, it's terrible it's terrible being me <laughs> so the, uh, uh, the thing you I, robot the thing I heard be terrible. the thing I um, one of the criticisms I heard is that this is basically him creating Watchmen but with licensed superheroes. 
with mainstream superheroes. To a certain extent, it doesn't have the morality issues of Dr. Manhattan. Right. The complex attitudes and deconstruction. It's it's the best that Snyder could do. It's the best his bro mind could come up with. So the sad part is this is the screenwriter who also wrote Argo and David Descoyer. And they mutilated whatever probably good script they came up with to make this fucking shit fest. As I said, it was supposed to be two movies. Well, it was supposed to be one movie, became two movies, and they shoehorned putting... If the Justice League just came together over this, like Wonder Woman coming into this, it would have solved a lot of issues. Because now they have to find the Justice League. Yeah. To come up against Darkseid, which is still insane that Darkseid is going to happen. Yeah. But as I said, it also seems just as likely that they are going to create an Injustice universe as well with this Superman who is already a lot darker and more unstable. And more likely to create a totalitarian state. Maybe he'll wake up out of a coma. he's more juvenile, he's more stupid. He'll completely forget who he was and blah, blah, blah. No, I mean, the biggest thing there is he's not going to forget who he was. It's just, I mean, with that, he makes the decision to kill the Joker in Injustice. Like, he rips his heart out. And that is, and it splits the superheroes in half, basically, with ones that stick with. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totalitarian Superman and those Um, who go underground trying to stop him. What about Suicide Squad? Super excited. I still don't know how I feel about it because David um, Ayer originally commented about how fucking dark it's supposed to be. Which, here's the thing. It's fucking Suicide Squad. Right, but what I'm saying is... That first Suicide Comic-Con trailer looked pretty dark, almost making me feel depressed watching it. Well, but here's the thing. Suicide Squad, I'm sorry, even if it's tongue-in-cheek, should be dark. It should be, but because what because people are not going to survive that fucking movie. They're not. But what I'm saying is, they're not supposed to. They're trying to make it into Deadpool now. No, they're not. Yeah, yes, they, David they're... David Ayer has come out and said that they're not just making it funnier. I don't believe that. I do believe. I don't. I do believe that. You want to know why? You want to know why? He fucking made fucking end of watch. I don't care. He is part of the DC Cinematic Universe now. They are. No, I'm not saying that the studio. I'm saying the studio is stepping in and doing whatever the fuck. But they also, want here's it. the thing: Has Warner Brothers ever gone back and made something funnier? They're work, They're sure as hell trying to make. Like the have reason. They, have the they reason, ever? The reason that the shoots are happening, reshoots are happening right now. It's because Deadpool. All right, made seven hundred fucking million dollars worldwide. It's because all the funny stuff. Was in the first, was in that second trailer. Yes. And so now they're going, holy shit, there's an expectation. And everybody complained about how, uh, how mirthless. Dour. Yeah. And how dour, dour that Batman v Superman is. Mopey, mopey, mopey movie. So. It's so mopey. It's mopey like an M. Night Shyamalan movie is sometimes. So <laughs> I, I honestly, I, you know. I'm skeptical of it. I mean, I'm interested in Suicide Squad. I want to see Jared Leto's Joker. I, and I and still do not know how I feel about that. Like, yeah. the only 
the only imagery I really liked from that was the thing of him with like his fa- face burnt and his hair having fallen down. Oh yeah, I remember you telling me the that. Grenade. Yeah, it's just like that's in the third trailer that just came out. Right? right? Yeah. The okay. um, um, ballroom blitz. Yeah. yeah um, yeah. trailer. And for me, that's like, oh god! But like the stuff with him, um, like cackling while he's shooting a Tommy gun, and you just see all the cap teeth and everything. It's kind of like, ah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, it just seems like they're taking the wrong steps, like making um, Deadshot or whoever it is. Yeah, it's, is it Deadshot? Um, Will Smith's character, yeah, essentially making him a good guy from the looks of it. Like it's Will Smith. It's so. it's a Will Smith character, basically. right? Is it Deadshot in um, Suicide Squad? Yes. Okay. The thing about the Suicide Squad to me that I can already tell stands apart is that it doesn't feel like it's a part of this DC universe saying they're trying to build. To me, it feels completely different. Like except that Batman is all over the trailers now. It just feels like it's something totally... And maybe that's the aspect that they're adding, is more it, it, it Ben just, Affleck Batman. It feels no, it, independent it, yeah, from I, I, all he this. He was already a big part of it before because they had all those shoots in the streets with him riding the but car. that wasn't Ben Affleck. That was a sound that well. But for the stunts, yeah. But it was it was Ben Affleck was cast as Batman. So anytime they have there, it might be more that... But I, it you know, it's the whole thing of, and that was the biggest critical response in this entire movie was more Ben Affleck, more Ben Affleck, and we need more humor. Yeah, and guess what they did right after that? But also ordered you, reshoots. But also, you remember what movie was funny that happened before Suicide Squad was announced? That uh. everyone thought that Suicide Squad was in response to. What's that? Guardians of the fucking galaxy. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they, yeah, and instead David Ayer was like, no, I signed up for this because of how dark it is. And it's going to be a serious thing. And they released the first trailer and... It was pretty dark and And it was dark and they went, oh, we didn't mean for that to get out here. Despite them releasing an HD trailer within 24 hours. Yeah, Yeah. that was was just dumb. And then their next one was Bohemian Rhapsody and then Ballroom Blitz. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's supposed to be super dark, but you're showing us this essentially kind of like looks like a dark com a black comedy. Yeah. But that was not what was pitched to people. David Ayer is probably kind of pulling his hair out, I would imagine. Yeah, because he, he wanted to, you know, it's kind of like Darren Aronofsky was originally supposed to do Wolverine. Yeah. Well, and he was originally supposed to do Batman, uh, Batman Year One. Yeah. Before Batman Begins happened. Right. And he was going for something darker, and the studio came in and said no. no, and he walked away. And guess what they're doing now? Dark fucking Wolverine. Rated and you R. know what? They're probably going to make a billion dollars. Yeah, Old Man Logan. For the I don't first mind time, seeing a rated R Wolverine. I don't mind it, because you know what? it'll actually probably make a billion dollars. Well, <laughs> as we've talked about before, it should be. Yeah, yeah Deadpool really did kind of just... Deadpool changed the landscape. It, it, it yeah, did. It, yeah. it 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 actually said, "Hey, hey, 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 hey! R-rated movies can make a lot of fucking money if you make them good." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that's not the message they're going to take. I think right. the Suicide Squad. When you go see it, I, I I'm expecting to be surprised by the tone and shift and I, everything. I, I felt it. like 
even before the retoots, no matter what, it was still going to be surprising. That first Suicide Squad be, trailer left an impression be on me. You know? Yeah. I, I, it's I'm not, just, the, it's, the biggest it's, thing is I'm just waiting to see what Jared just, Leto does. I just hope he's fucking absolutely in love with the brutality. They say he <laughs> went all in. But uh, but, but that's what it. I'm saying. It's like, if he's going to be brutal, he should be in love with it. But I think he, to me, if them saying Jared Leto went all in kind of feels like a response to how far Heath Ledger went into being the Joker. Well, and even the way that Jared Leto acted on, you know, with sending people, but you here, know, Here's, and, here's you the know. other thing about the, the reshoots. Oscars. Both Margot Robbie and Jared Leto had the same haircut. They had in Suicide Squad two fucking months ago at the Oscars. Before these reshoots were ordered. Before Deadpool became... Or a little bit after. Long enough that they wouldn't have had the same fuck. Not long enough that they would have had the same haircuts. Yeah. So maybe this has been in the works the whole time? Well, it, it, that but, they, but, they but were it, like, but, "Hey, we're trying something." But but it's but it was also but it was also after the Bohemian Rhapsody trailer, right? Uh, yeah, that 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 I got the, the, the reshoots response. were after the no, Bohemian no, Rhapsody. No, I'm saying the Deadpool Her- was before as well. So I'm gonna try and look and see real quick when the um, Bohemian Rhapsody trailer came out. Okay, because what I'm wondering is, like I kind of was just saying, is it kind of feels like as a response to the Bohemian Rhapsody trailer where it's like, oh, oh this is going to be kind of, it's going to be dark, but it's going to be fun. It's going to, it's going to be, mm, that they kind of went, oh, oh shit. shit. Exactly. Yeah. So. Wait, dark and fun? It has to be both dark and fun? Dark and fun. Dark and fun. Um, it's so dark and fun. So it, so it was released two months ago. Okay. And what was Oscar date? That that should be about two months ago as well. I was telling him that um, I was telling Skyler that my favorite, the the only thing that like really impressed me that I really liked was the imagery of the Joker with his hair falling, pulling the grenade with half of his face burnt off. Like that's the like that's so far that's really been the only part of the Joker's imagery, which is the end game. That's actually the most recent imagery, right? Is that where his face is like ripped off and then? Well, no, it's after. So back on, grows it back. There's death of the family, death of the family, not death in the family. Death in the family happened in the eighties. That's where Jason Todd was murdered. Death of the family happened about four years ago in the Batman verse. Where we had the Joker cut his face off and reattached it with with nails, mm-hmm. and then you have the Endgame Joker. The face is grown back, and um, he ends. Oscars was a month ago. A month ago, so uh, Oscars were a month ago. The Bohemian Rhapsody came out two, two months, months ago. ago, and and Deadpool came out two months ago. So maybe there's enough time for. Because cause I noticed that the Oscars, I was like, why does Jared Leto have his Joker hair? Because because two years ago, he didn't have fucking Dallas Buyers Club hair, you know? Oh, he had <laughs> long hair, right? Kinda. He had long hair and a giant beard. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah, um, and the Suicide Squad reshoots were announced two weeks ago. So maybe this has been in the works for two months. Like, Well, Suicide Squad was probably done being filmed. Oh, no, it's been done. And they were doing test screenings. I think January? I think January was when they were completely Test screenings, done. audience reaction to the trailers. They look into that stuff, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. All that shit's metric. Well, wait, okay, so wasn't Batman Superman finished like a year or so ago? Uh, like a long time ago? It was locked. Locked means it has score, sound effects, editing, and special effects done. Well, why didn't six they, months ago? Did they not even test screen it that long ago too? Oh, they to did. Try to get. I some, imagine they did. So I wonder how much stuff they went. I mean, those back people and did. all signed NDAs. So I mean, it. Batman v Superman was done over a year ago. Like they've filming. Yeah. No. Everything. It's been rated for no six months. It was six months okay. ago. Okay. Um, so why just, can they go just, back and just do to let you know, Jared Leto cut his hair for from finishing Suicide Squad in August of last year. So well, he was done early, but the filming, filming, I know, wasn't but some good detective sleuthing here yeah. going on. Well, yeah, I'm just saying. In August, August 26th of last year, he cut his but hair. But he had Joker hair. But I'm at saying the Oscars. But I'm good. saying, yeah, in the month it took. The month past, yeah, the release, the, the the release of Deadpool and the release of the Bohemian Rhapsody trailer led to led to new re- him getting putting getting his hair redone to be the Joker to do reshoots. Wow. So it's it part of it is it's going to be I feel it's definitely a response to Deadpool's box office. Then also. It's also now going to be in response to the critical reception of Batman v Superman. Yeah, and they say it's not for more humor; it's for other stuff. But I, well, but also, I mean, the other I thing is, is there are sometimes action sequences don't work. Right, right, of course. So, I could see. Look, they're going to have a ballroom blitz. Yeah, ballroom blitz. Play or ballroom some blitz. some big scene with like the music playing and everyone's running around shooting and. Right, so. Um, it could also be to add more Harley Quinn scenes. That, I mean, yeah, whoever I mean, who whoever stands out the most in the whole movie, you know, it could is, also be to put her in her original costume. Which it could no, be. There's no way they're gonna do that. Um, oh, it's, I thought I heard something about. Don't worry, it. don't worry, it'll happen. No, I I, I doubt. I I, oh, I, I highly doubt it. I don't. Um, you want to know why I don't? Because DC is fucking desperate. Yeah, well, they, they, obviously they're desperate. They created Suicide Squad. Yeah. In yeah. the first place. They shore, shoehorned Cyborg's origin into Batman vs. Superman. Yeah, they... We saw, we saw a five-minute origin sequence. Of, of, like, of five fucking minutes. Cyborg. Yeah. Like, fucking Jesus Christ. Like, I wish it was why Flash is this a body horror movie? And... You know, like... Why... I also, guess if Flash can time travel, why the fuck didn't Flash time well, travel that, to the that, right spot? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Actually, here's the other thing. Here's one one other thing I forgot to mention since you mentioned Flash time traveling. We also have clues to them doing Flashpoint. Yep. Where you get Thomas Wayne as Batman and Joker being Martha Wayne. Wayne. All right, I, I have no idea what you're talking about, and I don't. So I don't. I don't know. Before they rebooted the 52 universe, before, because that's what happened, was the new 52. 
So the Flash went back, saved his mother, unlike he did in the Flash season finale of season one. Great show. He saves his mother. He creates a second timeline. The second timeline has iterations, new iterations. Bruce dies, not Thomas and Martha. Martha is driven insane by it. Thomas becomes Batman. Thomas becomes Batman. Martha becomes Joker. There's a, there's all these other things that happen, but it's because a part of the Flashpoint paradox. The the other big thing, basically, when Flash comes back to the normal time after he saved his mother, he doesn't have flash powers. He doesn't have flash powers, but he has the memories of them. So he yeah. has to recreate his flash powers. Um, but at the same time, um, Atlantis is in a war against the how do you say it? Um, Wonder Woman. Oh, Themyscira. Themyscira. Um, and Lex is working with the government, and there's all this stuff. Yeah. So, Themyscira, is that what you said? Yeah, Themyscira. Um, oh, so Themyscira. Actually, here, you can borrow it. Yeah, totally borrow it. Uh, it's, on, it's, it's on Netflix, dude. I'll watch it on Netflix. Okay, yeah. it's Flashpoint but, Paradox is awesome. Yeah, it's ba- it's a hard PG-13. Really, really good. Well, and, and, uh, is that Heath Corson? I don't know. But anyway, so basically the idea is that Flash travels back and creates alternate timelines. So yeah. technically what could be happening is that they were hinting at uh, – this is something I watched on previously in our uh, video. But um, they could also be hinting that if Flash had not gone back, the timeline we would have would be injustice. Yeah. But because he's traveled back – we don't get it justice. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, I guess kind of summing it up, Batman v Superman, I don't have a score for it. I need to rewatch it. I honestly do to kind of put... I almost things. need to rewatch it because I feel like I, I've i watched like 10,000 commentaries at this point. I feel like. <laughs> but I also feel like my opinion is so different than what a lot of people feel because one, I'm a huge comic book fan and a lot of these people are not. Uh, two, I didn't like Man of Steel, but there were aspects of this that I liked. Uh, three, it was a completely tone-deaf fucking movie, and I feel like I need to understand why it was tone-deaf still. Uh, four, I, I need to even make sure if I want to continue watching Zack Snyder movies ever again, <laughs> because there's a slight possibility I won't watch Justice League. There, there is still that chance. Like I feel, I feel like this movie was so shoehorned and manipulated and overdone and overcut and overadded. Actually, actually I think this is a more pertinent question. Will you continue to watch DC movies? That's where I want to uh, watch Wonder Woman. You want to know why? Hmm. Female director, female screenwriter, female led, female leading cast. I'm interested. I mean, I, but I, 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 I am interested in that, but I'm thinking more of all the other movies. Like, I have, I have, I I'm don't only, know yet. I'm only honestly interested in Wonder Woman because of the time period setting. I think there's a Native American guy in it. Hey. Uh, I'm not interested in Flash because I don't really like Ezra Miller, that actor, and I really wish they put the character, the, the actor from the TV yeah. show in it. Because I love the TV show Flash, but but you also get they're also doing a Green Lantern Corps movie, and which that I am interested in, especially if it is going to be 
uh, John Stewart and Jeff and which I, I and Hal Jordan and Guy but, Gardner. But for some, and, but Green Lantern isn't going to be a part of the Justice League. He will be. He's supposed to be in the second movie, not the first one. Okay. I think Suicide Squad is going to be my last DC film, and if it, after that, I'll determine if I want to see anything else because. I went into this movie not wanting to watch it. I forced myself to go. So did I. And my wife, <laughs> my wife went to go. She watched a, a. There was a Christian movie on, so she watched that, and she was waiting for me to get out of the she, movie. She go to Mir- Miracles from Heaven. Yeah, she watched that. My movie started like thirty minutes before that did. When I got out, she's sitting there, and I was like, like "You Jesus want?" Christ. She's like, "I told her I was like, God, oh, that movie," and she's like, "Why'd you even go watch it?" I'm like. I don't know. We're going to do a podcast next week. A month later. <laughs> yeah, a month later. I mean, it does happen. Well, but that's the thing. Like, I, I'm in for Suicide Squad. I'm in for Wonder Woman. But past that, I don't know. But but it's, the reason I ask is because DC has proven time and time again they don't know what the fuck to do with their movies. Now, television shows, they've kind of got a thing going there. But yeah. with the... Television's great. It, it really is. But... The standout of it all is The Dark Knight. Yeah. Batman Begins was good, but if you go back and watch Batman Begins now, it's still another half step from, from you know, Tim Burton. Well, but it's also like it's a response to Tim Burton, not a response to what they've done. Right. But and but it, I'm, I'm saying that it still has all the weird quippy one-liners and a lot of yeah. weird jokes that are just like, wait, I'm used to The Dark Knight now where it's serious and dark and... A thriller. A thriller. And you go back and watch Batman, and you go, no, this is a, still a comic book movie. I mean, the Joker was dark, but f- funny in the but, dark but night. It, and but it was, it, it it was just natural. It, yeah, it, natural. It, yeah, it was. The magic then, tricks part still blows me away when yeah. I think and about then, that oh, scene. It's gone. That was <laughs> so <laughs> dark. But, but the thing is, funny. is that The Dark Knight Rises was a misstep. But here's the thing. Like, I have. I will continue to be the Dark Knight Rises apologist, because for me, that's okay. So the most recent Arkham game, which was Arkham Knight, oh, Arkham yeah. Knight, is that timeline. Officer Down, uh, Cataclysm, Legacy, all these storylines from the comic book universe that they're cherry picking and adding and and making, and like I'm sitting here. Looking at the movie, and I'm like, "Oh, I get this literary reference. I get this. I get this comic book reference. I get this one. I get this." And, and I felt like I had like a secret key. Well, that I, so many other people didn't have. But when but, I watched Dark Knight Rises, but my then, my commentary is more on Green Lantern was a misstep. Yes, Man of Steel was a misstep. Yes, Justice League or Dawn of Justice misstep. misstep. And this is and they're killing it. They're animated movies. They're killing it. Yeah, uh, animated movies and television they're series. They're killing it. Fucking killing it. But they can't in a way that Marvel has not. Right, but they're not able to trans. For some reason, they are not able to translate this into a cinematic universe like Marvel has. Which is weird because I would say like the greatest step, the two greatest steps that Marvel has done outside of their movies have been Daredevil and Jessica Jones. Exactly. Is Netflix series? Yeah, it's, but so where they can be just as dark as DC. But <laughs> right, know, right. Like, but the, it's my, pretty dark. My, my, point, my point is, I guess, at the end of this and kind of wrapping everything up, is for me as much as I enjoy Man of Steel, 
you know, and I like the ideas that they are they are locked into this universe. This movie is supposed to spearhead ten more movies. It didn't do. That. It didn't, and it's the same thing that made Green Lantern. Like Green Lantern is a step, or this is this is almost a response to Green Lantern. I could see that, yeah. And it's like they can't find the middle ground. And if Suicide Squad is that middle ground, they had to go with one of the darkest, most intense directors to get a middle ground. And they're not going to do that with every other movie. They, they, you know, those stuff, those things are already in, you know, pre-production. Which is the other reason why BVS was delayed. Right. Is because they had to have Flash in production, Cyborg in production, uh, Aquaman in production, Justice League in production, and fucking Wonder Woman in production before they could even make put this movie out there. Because where the fuck did that Flash footage come from? Where did the fuck the Cyborg origin come from? Where the fuck did you know the Aquaman footage come from? It had to come from the fucking goddamn fucking pre-production status of all these movies. So, you know, I... I guess at the end of the day, I think this is one of the weakest DC movies that has come out in a long time. Like, I feel like it's worse than Dark Knight Rises. Yes, and they actually hit a lot of similar points, but it, 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 it highlights that I think Dark Knight Rises is the weakest of the Nolan trilogy, which it's not even, you know, I, I hate to quote a friend of ours. But I will say, Man of Steel, despite what I feel about it, as a movie... As a movie, it is probably better than Dark Knight Rises. Okay. As a movie. Right. It's not better than Batman Begins. Right. But, but it's all, better of it, than, all of it's better than Green Lantern. Yeah. But all, all <laughs> but, of these, but, so, so my point overall... All of these betters are Batman are better than Batman Forever, Batman and Robin, and, and fucking... <laughs> uh, but Warner, <laughs> Warner Brothers lucked out with Christopher Nolan. Yeah. And... And he stepped away now. Right. And so now, they're left with the remnants of trying to be Christopher Nolan without being able to do it. And Goyer isn't... He's got his own production company, and he's doing his own shit, so... And he's probably tired of getting, you know, shit on for... For their fault. Right. You know, for their executives making creative decisions. Right. So, I'm just kind of wondering at what point do I personally, or we, you know, as a you know movie-going group, just go... No, I'm, we're not going to watch any more of these DC movies because they don't know what they're doing. But but the thing is, is okay. Here's the problem: what happens when they make thirty million dollars here and they make eight hundred million dollars overseas? Yeah, what happens then? You keep making more Transformers. That's what. You <laughs> but do. no, but that's what I mean. What happens when Justice League makes thirty fucking million dollars here and eight hundred million dollars overseas? Yeah, what does that fucking mean? I don't know. I mean, that's part of that. You know, that's why you had the weird stuff in Iron Man three, where you had Chinese backing, and they include like they just shoehorn two characters in for the American release and added some extra sh- scenes in the Chinese release. Yeah, and it's same that, with Transformers, the last Transformers movie. Right. There was a whole subplot that's longer in the Chinese cut, Chinese Chinese Japanese and Thai cut than it is in the American cut. So I, I have a feeling we, you know, just when it comes down to it, 
like it kind of feels like we're getting close to being done. Um, so I, I have a feeling that Skylar has nothing going on on the internet. Am I right? Yep. Yeah. Same old, same okay. old. Okay. So, so Nathan, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on the Doobies Consumers Facebook page. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at NateWad. You can find me on Tumblr at NateWadNeutron. Uh, you can also find me on the Dubious Consumer Twitter page. Just make sure to uh, put Nathan or the Dubious Consumer Facebook page directly response to... Uh, I usually post... When I post stuff on the Facebook page, I've been trying to curate it more to trailers, interesting videos, interesting GIFs, interesting articles. I'm trying to make it more of a holistic experience for people who... For those that kind of share the same mentality, we have you'll have something to watch and something to be interested in but that's uh where you can find me on the internet uh justin are you uh prepared to unleash the holy litany of your word uh as he mouth farts into his own elbow i will stab you motherfucker uh, so y- y- you can find me at justindheard.com justindheard.net justinheard.com at justindheard on twitter real justindheard on facebook justindheard.tumblr.com Amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Justin D. Heard. Basically, if you search on Google you'll f- and you look for Justin D. Heard, you will find me. The people I work with looked up Justin D. Heard <laughs> and went, oh, God, he's everywhere, and found 20 images on Google. Like They they have started going like, I looked you up. Wow. And I'm like, yeah, branding. You know, it, it, it works. Um, <laughs> Internet. They probably listen Steph. to the podcast. Now. So they probably will be soon. I'll let them know. I actually was out at the bar last night and had somebody go, when are you guys releasing another episode? Like, recording one tomorrow. Sorry. So uh, Life. Yeah, it, it happens. I'm working a lot. We're all working. In yeah. The room. Yeah, so. Skylar and I now work at the same place together, so yeah. that, that makes things a little hard not to discuss movies and stuff as yeah. it goes along. So um, <laughs> next... Um, we're going to try and get back to a regular schedule now that yeah. you know we're figuring everything out. The next podcast will be picking up where we left off with Nerd Atois, and it is... Uh, three, top three animated short films. Okay. So um, remember to email us in at um, subs at dubiousconsumers.net. You can also comment on our Facebook page. Also like and subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. I'm going to look into getting more um, us on more podcasts apps now that I have an Android and kind of realize we're kind of limited. Yeah. So Stitchers are only a real Android equivalent. So, so. I'll hopefully get us out a little bit more. So um, tell your friends, because honestly, this we do not advertise this. There's no big push. None of us make any money off this. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> as you can see, there are no ads. So just uh, tell your friends about us. And uh, thanks for listening. Nathan, do you have a final thought? I hope they make a good Justice League movie.